Hey, I'm Jane, and you're listening to the Surviving to Thriving podcast. This is the place to be if you are wanting to create a life that you absolutely adore. I'm a certified transformational mindset coach, and I specialize in all things mindset, including the law of attraction, meditations, EFT, and energy work, to name but a few. Each week, I will be helping you to go after your dreams by breaking down and silencing the critical negative voice in your head and by helping you unlock your true potential through self-love, self-worth and self-acceptance. If you can change your mindset, you can honestly change your entire life. I am completely obsessed with this stuff. So let's dive in. Hello. Hello. Right. I'm going to talk today about something that I've, I've, you know, I love, um, but it's also something that falls by the wayside with me quite often. And I want to talk about a few steps that I have been doing just recently to get myself back on track. And it's making such a difference. Now that thing, the topic of today is morning routines. Who has one? Do you have one? Have you heard of them? Do What do you do? That's the first thing I guess I want to ask. I, prior to having my children, I was a massively morning person. Um, I can't stay up late. I, I am driven by sleep <laughs> in, in quite a big way. Um, I need to get enough sleep. If I do not get enough sleep, I get cranky. I get a bit like, you know, I'm not particularly nice to be around. I get really tired. I actually get really quite sick. I'm not one of those people that can run on like, you know, four or five hours of sleep a night and be okay. I need my full eight. And um, actually, if truth be told, any more than eight um, to actually feel okay and to actually feel recharged and um, good about life and what I'm doing. But so, so back in the day, prior to having my children, I used to get up really early. I used to get up when I lived in the UK, um, especially when I was, you know, 20s, early 30s, when I wasn't when I was, you know, still in my prime. I said, not that I'm not in my prime now, but you know what I mean. Back in the day, back when you're like in the, the part of your life that you think you're invincible. I used to get up about um, six o'clock in the morning. I'd get up, I'd go to the gym for an hour. I'd spend a bit of time putting around by myself. I'd do my own thing. It was my time. It was my time to do those things that made me feel good, that started my day off well. Um, and it just used to, it used to recharge me. As an introvert, I need alone time. Um, I'm not very good if I don't get alone time. I actually get, and I can feel it with my children and it's something I'm actually trying to get better at. But when I'm in that space where I'm a bit heightened because I've not been able to recharge and I've not been able to just spend some time with myself, in my own mind and then my girls will talk at me uh, or Hannah the little one will will you know want to want to touch me want to sit with me want to hug me and I can feel myself getting all like oh I just need to be alone now but they don't get that right they don't understand they just want some mum time and so I have to be really really mindful of that and of the fact that I need that space and that recharge that soul charge as i call it and 
So that was my time back in the day. Now, now I'm a sleep deprived mother <laughs> and I've gone through, you know, the baby stage where you don't get any sleep at all. The toddler stage where you start to get a little bit more because they sleep through the night, but you're still having to get up really early or they're still, you know, manically like toddler like and, and, and these massive balls of energy. And then you get into where I am at now where you know you are you are getting your sleep back and you are able to sort of lie in in the morning but your day is so full and you don't have those pockets of time that you used to have just to be with yourself so as I got into that sleep deprived stage and as I got you know to become a mum and my girls were growing I kind of then changed from being this massive morning person that would get up really early and do all the things I wanted to do before the house got up, before Steve got up, um, I became the sleep deprived mom. And lions were like Christmas day. They literally, being able to sleep in became like gold dust. It was my absolute like, oh my God, they're sleeping through the night, they're getting up, they're making their own breakfast, I can stay in bed, it's fantastic. And so my morning routine went out the window. But when that went out the window, so did my time to recharge, to soul charge. And so I've been really mindful just recently of getting back into my morning routines because I really do value them. And I've been using, there's, there's three things I've been using, but there's actually a fourth that I just want to sort of throw in there. And I'm going to say that first. So number one point um, is if you can't do a morning routine in the morning, if you are like me and you value that time under the duvet because it's winter and it's cold and you poke your toe out and you'd rather have 10 minutes more in bed <laughs> in that warm snuggly place because it's winter here, um, don't do it first thing in the morning, right? Don't do it. Find a time in your day that works for you. It's good to do it in the morning because it sets the tone of your day. And it means that you are putting yourself into a really good mind frame first thing in the morning for the rest of the day where you go through that high vibe and in a good mood and in a good energy. But if mornings are stressful, if mornings are horrendous if mornings are the time when you're trying to get the kids up for school you're trying to get the hubby out the door you're trying to feed the dog you're trying to do all of this you're trying to get yourself ready for work you know if that is just too much of an ask for you do it at a time that's going to work for you and so you could make it an evening routine rather than a morning routine because then you're going to bed in your good vibe, you're going to bed in your good energy. And so you're going to take that through the next day with you anyway. So that I guess is my little, that's number one, right? If mornings are going to be too stressful and the thought of adding something else to that to-do list in the morning is just too much, don't do it in the morning. Because if it feels hard, you won't do it. And that brings me on to point number two. It has to be something that makes you feel good. A morning routine needs to be something that you actually look forward to doing. 
You know, if you watch all these so-called gurus on social media and they're all getting up and they're doing an hour of transcendental meditation and then they're journaling for 30 minutes and then they're going off and doing a yoga class or something mindful and that takes two hours in the morning so they get up at five and by seven o'clock they're done. If that for you feels like the worst thing in the world ever, don't do it. Everybody is so individual, right? We all have things that we love. We all have things that we don't love. For a very long time, I was the girl that used to um, force myself to do a yoga class because I knew how good it was for me. I knew how amazing yoga was for my body and for my mind. And I knew that, you know, a lot of spiritual um, teachers, a lot of people into manifestation, a lot of people into mindfulness used to say yoga is the thing. It's the thing to do. You can actually make it mindfulness movement and all of that. And so I would get up and I would do the yoga class. But the truth was, right, it didn't light me up inside. I didn't enjoy it. Sometimes I'd get up and go, yeah, that was actually really good. Other times, the thought of doing a sun salutation in the morning made me go, oh my God, I do not want to do this today. And it felt bad. So you have to find the thing that works for you. And actually from that, I found Pilates and bar. I actually found that that, that, that was the exercise for me. So it's still gentle. It's still mindful movement it's still spiritual it's still in that same vein but for me it was the thing that made me go I am so looking forward to doing that Pilates class today I found a teacher that I loved online may I say through an app which costs me nothing um so that was my manifestation and now I actually love it and I enjoy it and I feel I look forward to the time that I get to do it so I've changed from this this forcing myself to do something into finding something that I love and that is the trick right if you love journaling then journal if you love movement find something you enjoy if you love just sitting in stillness do that if you love going on i know rants and they they make you they give you a buzz of energy go do that if you love listening to high vibe music in the morning because it starts your day it powers you up do that find something in the morning routine or the whenever in the day routine and do that thing. Do not think that just because you see that person that you look up to on Facebook doing an hour of meditation that you have to do that too because it will not light you up inside. It will not work for you. It will not start your day off on a good note. It will actually drain your energy. It will make you feel bad. You will dread getting up to do it the next day and the routine will go because you don't want to do it and you'll find excuse after excuse after excuse not to. And if you start your day in that energy, doing something you don't enjoy, you're not getting the benefits of actually having the morning routine in the first place. So you have to find, you have to find the thing that works for you and keep it simple. If you've only got five minutes, five minutes is good. Five minutes is better than nothing. If you've got an hour, brilliant. Fill your hour, but if you don't, 
find something that you love, that makes your heart sing, that starts you off on the right foot, that makes you want to get out of bed, and that makes your day feel absolutely amazing because you've done this thing that makes you feel accomplished and happy and joyful and abundant and all of those things that a morning routine is supposed to do. You know, if it's meditation, like, you know, going back to the not wanting to get your toe out the duvet because it's freezing cold, if that's your thing, stay in bed. Put your headphones in, do a guided meditation while you're still in that half awake, half asleep energy because actually, that is when your subconscious mind is so receptive and it will take things in. It's like a sponge in that place. So if you're gonna meditate, actually one of the best times to do that is just as you've woke or just as you're falling to sleep because your subconscious mind will take it in. It will soak up what you're doing and it will actually give you the most benefit. So you don't even have to get out of bed if you don't want to. Find something you can, you can sit up and journal while you're still in bed in the morning. So make it work for you. That's tip number two. The other one I wanna um, just bring in here is the five second rule, which is something that um, Mel Robbins sort of made up, I guess. If you haven't read her book, The Five Second Rule, go read it, because it's absolutely amazing. Uh, and it actually can be life-changing. And what she says is, if there's something you don't wanna do, say, in the morning you are you have made a commitment with your friend to go out and do a run but it's cold and you don't want to go and do that run um and you'd rather lay in bed and you'd rather stay snuggly and warm and you know it all just feels nice where you are but you know you have to go and do that thing because you've made that commitment what you do is you say to your brain okay five four three two one i'm up and you don't give your mind the the time to talk you out of it. You use the five second rule, five, four, three, two, one, do it. And your feet hit the ground on point number one. That tricks your brain into just doing it. And you can use that for everything. It doesn't have to be get up in the morning. It doesn't have to be start your routine. It could be, you know, if you are one of these um, people who know that starting your day off with a cold shower because that's amazing for your body let me tell you it's amazing it's amazing for your hair follicles it's amazing for your skin it's amazing for your well-being cold shower five seconds cold water boom starts your day off amazing but if that sounds like hell to you but you actually would like to try it do the five four three two one rule get yourself in the shower five four three two one cold water on your mind doesn't have time to go no not going to do this today. I want it to be warm. Thank you very much. And by the time your mind has done that, you've had your cold shower and you can turn the hot water on. You can use it for literally anything. You can use it throughout your day if you have to. But the five second rule, that is, it's brilliant. Go read the book. And the last thing, the last thing I've been doing just recently, and it's actually been working out really well for me, and I just wanted to um, make mention of it here, is time blocking. 
Now, I am the kind of person who obviously I have a business on social media. And so I have a Facebook group, I have a YouTube channel, I have things that I need to check, I have things that I need to answer, there may be comments, there may be things that questions people have asked me. Um, I might just wanna interact with some of the people that I'm, I'm with in the group at the moment. So my thing is, right, I can get onto Facebook with every intention of doing that, answering those questions, answering those comments, looking at what I need to check. Now, in reality, that should take me 15, 20 minutes. But very, very often, I will get onto Facebook and I will go down the scroll hole and I will spend what should have taken 20 minutes before I know it, two hours later, I'm still scrolling through Facebook, I've clicked on different things, I've gone off on tangents, and I've wasted an hour, an hour and a half of my day when I should have been doing something else. And it is so easy to get into that trap. So time blocking stops that for me. So as someone who works from home and someone who has my own business, this has actually been a godsend because if you were in a job, if you were in an office job, for example, or you were a salesperson or you went out to work, you would have a diary and you would have certain times that you had to do certain things. Even if it's lunch, right? You would have that in your diary so people couldn't fill up that time with something else and then suddenly you don't get your lunch that day. Make your own life the same time block use a diary. I've been doing this and it's amazing. It has stopped the scroll hole. It has stopped me, um, you know, thinking, oh, I'm going to have a cup of coffee now. And an hour and a half later, I'm still doing something else because I went off to get a coffee and I got on the tangent and I got caught up into something else that wasn't productive at all. And it took me away from my day. And then once I've done that, the rest of the day becomes stressful because I've got so many things that I need to do in a lot less time. So time block, put times in your diary for things. So if I say, okay, I'm gonna use half an hour at nine o'clock, once I've got the girls to school, that is my time where I'm gonna sit and I'm gonna go through my group and I'm gonna answer questions and I'm gonna comment on things that I need to comment on. If I have that time in my diary, if I have it there, programmed in, time blocked out, at the end of that half an hour, my phone is gonna alert me that that time is up and I need to move on to the next thing. And that way it stops me from wasting all of that time, wasting all of that energy and getting stuck down the scroll hole. So they, they are my tips. They are my tricks for getting back into some kind of routine and taking your time back, taking control of your day, your mornings, and finding the time to actually integrate things that you love and that are going to recharge your soul. So it may seem insignificant, but for somebody like me who needs that, who needs that downtime, that time, that alone time, that that soul charge time, that time that is just mine. Those things, these tips really, really help me to actually take that back and gain some control and don't feel so scattered throughout the day. It starts me off on a good note and it actually makes me much more productive 
actually during the day much more productive because I'm not going off on tangents all over the place and you know that I have a tendency to do that because I do it in these talks I go off on tangents all over the place so having some structure having the 54321 rule having the time blocking making myself do something that I love as opposed to just doing it because I think I'm supposed to um yeah that's not the way so use these tricks if they've been helpful, please tell me because I love to hear from people and I love to know that this stuff that I'm putting out there is actually helping. So please leave me a comment below if it's helped you and what? tell me which ones you're going to try and and put into your day and actually if you have any others if you have anything else that's helpful things that have worked for you please share them because there might be something that you're doing that somebody else will go that's brilliant I need to do that and you could actually change somebody's life. So that's it for today. Hope that's been helpful and I'll see you next week. Thank you so much for listening to me ramble on in this episode of the Surviving to Thriving podcast. If you'd like to help support my podcast, please share it with others, post about it on social media, or leave me a rating and a review. And to catch all the latest from me, you can follow me on all my social medias. I'm on Instagram at Jane underscore E underscore Adams. I'm on Facebook. I'm on YouTube. Um, you know where to find me. Thank you so much again for listening and I'll see you next time.